Last call, bathroom breaks, drinks, whatever. Okay, bomb. Welcome back, everybody. It's a very special E3 uh, predictions uh, show of Elder Speak, the official podcast of Elder-Geek.com. To my right is Mots. Mots, go ahead and say hi. Hey, guys. Um, sitting directly behind me is Kip. That's the best place I like to be. And still getting off the bus is Elliot. Ahoy. <laughs> as everybody always says getting off the bus all right guys uh let's uh i'm gonna start right up real quick with uh with uh brief side updates um everybody knows that our forums went down they're back up again and kicking ass thanks to mots um we actually had a little bit of a problem with our former web host and we moved over to a new web host and so hopefully by the time that you guys are all hearing this everything should be a-okay um, we've also got a winner for our t-shirt contest for our, I guess we want to call it our 2009 convention going t-shirt contest. Um, and it was, and I'm going to master his last name. It was Robin. Uh, it's either major or Mayher, Uh, but Robin was definitely the one with the, uh, the win. Yeah. Uh, Robin was the one with the, with the winning, uh, shirt. Actually, anybody can buy it. It's actually for sale right now on Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and just do a search for Elder-Geek, and it should probably pop up. Uh, for 18 bucks, you can get our 2009 uh, convention-going T-shirt for yourself. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes right now, if you look down at your picture, uh, the album art, there's probably a picture of it right now. So. Ah, score. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, a lot of people, if you don't know this, this uh, this podcast actually does have pictures with it. So play it in either iTunes or QuickTime if you if you can, instead of just running it through Windows or whatever. Or on uh, your iPod, of course. Or of course on your iPod. Yep. We got any other uh, side updates, guys? Um, no. Just stay tuned and uh, be sure that the front page will actually look decent in a little while. Front page always looks decent, <laughs> except for right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's just go right into our E3 predictions. Uh, Gavin, unfortunately, the guy, our, our news guy who's actually going to the show couldn't be with us tonight. But, um, let's, uh, let's start off with Mots. Let's, uh, let's start off with the Xbox 360 and Mots. What are, what are your predictions as to what to, we're going to be seeing from Xbox this, this E3? A bunch of games. I think we're going to see Mass Effect 2 and a bunch of, or, well, ma- many games, of course, but, uh, also a bunch of unannounced games, because I really think that Microsoft hasn't really announced enough games to sort of successfully compete in the holiday season. Um, and I, I hope that we're going to see a bunch of games from them. I'm, I also think they're going to uh, uh, talk more about their um, uh, well new Xbox Live experience and, and sort of how they're going to expand that and, and you know, the 1 versus 100 on and all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, as for what games, I'm not sure. I just recently got an Xbox, so I'm not really too familiar with uh, with uh, 
the kind of um, franchises it has. But uh, I'd like to see a Crackdown too. I know I heard some rumors about that recently, and I just recently played Crackdown, and that is an awesome game. So that's uh, sort of what I have my fingers crossed for. All right, uh, Elliot, let's hear your predictions for Xbox 360. Uh, probably Mass Effect 2, and uh, I don't know. I mean, when Killzone 2 came out, you know, Microsoft mentioned, you know, they said, yeah, the graphics are good, but we have something better. And I'm thinking that now would be a good time for them to release or, you know, at least announce that something better. I mean, I don't have a 360, so... Uh, I mean, I don't really follow that, but if I had to guess, maybe uh, another Mistwalker game? I mean, it's been a while since Lost Odyssey came out. Hmm. Uh, my, my predictions for 360 this time? Um, Gavin disagrees with me, but uh, I, I think we're going to see um, some motion peripherals going to be announced for the 360. Um, yep. You know, so we like controls. Um, I'm, I'm also predicting not a price drop, but I am predicting that, uh, and I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong in this prediction, but I'm predicting that, uh, they're going to drop the arcade version of the 360 off the market. And I'm, I'm predicting that they replace it with, um, with something with a small hard drive, like a 20 gig hard drive or even a 10 gig hard drive. And that will come packaged with these new Wii motion controls. At the so same that's my price? Pre- uh, probably at the same price. And if not, maybe like 50 bucks more. Um, as far as as far as like software side goes, I I don't expect much to come out of them to be honest with you. I I think that they've already announced most of their games. I do think that they're gonna announce something big with Xbox Live. I would like for it to be um, an integration with um, a direct video service like Hulu. I mean, if they've already tapped uh, Netflix, I think it would be interesting if they if they had like a direct Hulu service as well. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, Hulu already works on PS3 for you guys, doesn't it? For America, it does. Absolutely. But we have yeah. to we have to go through the web server. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's not as you know, it's not as nice. I mean, yeah, and you know, the frame rate isn't top notch unless you have you know FiOS or something. Okay. Uh, Kip, um, I got. I think the camera is going to come out. I think the Xbox 360 camera is going to come out, and I think we're going to see lots of camera games. I think we're going to see uh, the, I mean, they, they've kind of leaked the video of the boxing game. I don't know if that's legitimate or not, but I think uh, that's going to be how they're going to revolutionize uh, how we view home entertainment or whatever they had said. I think that's going to be their main thing is a Wiimote, basically a Wii without Wiimote. Um, I also think that uh, my kind of gutsy prediction is Halo 4. I'm just going to go out okay. there and say Halo 4, I think, is going to get announced or release some kind of trailer to get the hype train started. When you release uh, Halo 3 as the biggest media ever released and made more money than any other piece of media ever released, I've, I've, I'm pretty confident we're going to see Halo 4, and I think this is going to be a good time to announce it. Um, but, uh, sorry, let me just jump in there. Uh, didn't, um, didn't Bungie leave Microsoft for the exact reason of getting away from doing Halo games? Yeah, but they... Uh, I think other yeah, companies. Yeah, but Microsoft can still owns Halo. Halos. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Microsoft owns Halo because Microsoft owned Bungie. Okay. So the franchise is still theirs, and you know, to you know, legions of fans, many won't be able to you know differentiate between a Bungie-designed game or you know a game designed by another company. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. Halo Four is coming. I don't think any of us are going to argue that. I mean, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, with the camera, I think there's going to be a like a Wii Sports style 
game that comes with the camera that's, um, I don't know what they would call it or whatever, Xbox Sports or something like that, that just uses the game and gets everybody introduced into it, and I think that's going to be their big push. Um, uh, I wrote, uh, there'll probably be some new IPs as well, just because I was kind of on the same train with Mots that they, there haven't been really any games announced for their holiday lineup this year. I can see the camera being part of their holiday lineup this year, but... Other than that, uh, I wrote Mass Effect 2 underneath that. That's not really a new IP, but that's the only game I can think of that's really, really big for this holiday season. So yeah, I wonder if they're ever going to try to get into a... I wonder if they're ever going to try to get into handhelds. Yeah, we did see a rumor about that recently, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Some, mean, sort of, some sort of 360 phone-like thing. That I, think it would be, I think it would be a Zune. Yeah. I think it would be a Zune iPhone-style thing long before it would be like in the steps of a DS or a PSP. So. A Zoo phone. Yeah, well, I think I I heard a quote saying that it would be a uh, unmatched handle gaming device, and it would be a soon branded device. So, who knows? <laughs> cool. All right. So, uh, who's uh, when we come when we look back on this after the show, uh, you know, what happens to the loser? Who? What happens to the person that's so far off that uh, you know? Do we do we officially strip them of their their editorial <laughs> position and and they're officially like you know idiot of the week or monkey of the week or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. We gotta figure they have to do something. They have to. The loser has to do something embarrassing. They could they could be you know labeled as a normie instead of a geek on the website. I think that that's uh, that's punishment enough. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, this is new. You can't just drop this on us post-prediction. Oh, I'm dropping yeah, it on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had known, I would have been a lot more conservative with my prediction. Yeah. Well, what's exactly? Okay, so, I'm so, throwing so, out Halo 4 here. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, oh, so, come on. I was predicting a, a Wii-like uh, Xbox 360 coming out and knocking out an entire console. <laughs> it, I, I, I want it to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, um, they're definitely going to be selling a Wii-like um Peripheral, but I don't think they're going to bundle nice. it with a package yet. Okay, yeah. so tra- traditionally the opposite of a geek is the jock, I guess. So a jock, forums, a jock, yeah. So on the forums, <laughs> we can call the loser jock of the week. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'm so ready. No, no, you know what? I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to say that a jock is the opposite of a geek. No, you know what I think the opposite of, no, you know what I think the opposite of a geek is is a bro. <laughs> uh-uh. See, because I, I was a jock in high school, and I still played a lot of games. And I think a lot of yeah. a lot of jocks play a lot of games. They play Gears of War, they play Halo, they play like the big Xbox titles. That's that's what I think jocks play. I think bros don't play because they're too busy looking in the mirror. You know? <laughs> All right, so so you know, for a week we can refer to the the quote unquote loser anything that begins with bro, like Brozak or Brosef yeah. or Brosachik. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broliosif. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Brotard? <laughs> Beep that one out. No, 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 no. That's staying. <laughs> We're already R-rated anyway, so uh, yeah. it, I guess. You're probably right. Or at least, you know, edit it. Edit in Will Ferrell yelling earmuffs before that one or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nintendo. So. Uh, yeah, do you guys want to get anybody else have any discussion about uh, about what we did with uh, 360? Anybody think anybody's so far off, you know, friggin' base, or anybody's dead on? No, I think I think the motion thing will happen. Uh, the camera, because we've we're, we've already seen so much of it, and it looks too real to be fake, basically. Uh, yeah. But then again, that's what we said about the uh, the, the con- PS3 motion, slim. No, 
Oh yeah, and the motion controller last last year for Xbox. Oh yeah. What is it called again? Uh, the um, well, it was called something, uh, <laughs> and that never happened. So yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I think that uh, I think that Microsoft is trying to go after the Nintendo demographic, possibly oh, because. Yeah. They're not really prepared. They don't really have the new IPs lined up to tackle the PlayStation demographic. That's true. I don't think I mean, they need to ta- tackle the PlayStation demographic. They just have to promise a bunch of stuff, not, even stuff that's not even begun production, and they'll keep the hardcore people happy. They'll just need to say, they just need to say Gears of War uh, three and Halo four, and just say that at the end of, uh, end of the conference, and that will be the biggest news. Or just bribe Activision to get uh, Call of Duty 5 exclusive or something. If that hmm. happens, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that can happen. But you know what? I think, um, you know, you, you got to look at the wider range of these companies, and they're, they're not out to make, you know, they're not out to push the genre or anything. What they're out to do is make money. Exactly. And they can clearly yeah. see that Nintendo is knows the formula to make money now. And you're going to see Sony and you're going to see Microsoft in some way, shape, or form uh, targeting the targeting that casual crowd this year, I think Sony's going to do it through integration of the PlayStation Store and whatnot. I think Xbox is going to try to do it with this camera. So, yeah, all right, well, you cool. Gotta, you, you have to remember also that Sony sort of opened that market up with uh, SingStar and Bus and stuff like that with PS2. Uh, so, so I think they'll tr- sort of try to focus on that as well and try to try to keep uh, with the safe stuff. Go ahead. Um, I, I think that probably uh, that probably wraps it up for uh, 360. I think we've all you know beaten that into the ground. Let's uh, let's move on to Nintendo. Which one of you guys wants to go first? Whoever says me first goes. First. Go. <laughs> Fine. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my prediction is the Kid Icarus game that's been in development for 800 years, as as usual. <laughs> although we pretty much is by no means a. I don't think is a secret anymore. Uh, we'll probably hear something about Pikmin 3. Um, you know, the thing about Nintendo is they always come tight-lipped, you know, into the E3 every single year. We never really know. I think we're also obviously going to see more on Wii Sports, or excuse me, Wii Sports Resort, uh, for sure. I think we'll see something along those lines, showing off the new game, showing off golf and table tennis a bit more on stage. I'm sure that'll be one of their big things. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Motion Plus. With Wii Motion Plus, of course. Yeah. Um, I think what what else we'll see is maybe from the from the Mario team we might see Galaxy Two, that's a potential. Um, possibly a new Metroid and possibly a new Zelda and possibly bringing the TV service from Japan over to America. Those are all big possibilities. Hmm. So I think we'll probably only get one out of four on, the, on whatever that whatever that is. So, huh? Hmm. Sounds good, Brosef. What's up uh, on your alley there, Moss? What do you think for uh, <laughs> what do you uh, think for Nintendo? <laughs> Um, I definitely uh, think they'll uh, do um, do the Pikmin game because that they already announced that sort of, but they haven't really showed it. So, so I think uh, that's going to happen. I think um, maybe Kid Icarus. I mean, we've always sort of laughed at the idea that they seem to always say that yes, something's happening, but never really saying anything concrete or never never really announcing it. So. Uh, and never really admitting that it could happen in the future. So, so I mean, it's really shaky to me. But, but I really hope it comes out. Of course, um, 
other than that, I think they're going to keep focusing on the casual crowd, especially now that uh, mainstream media is going to be at the show at a more or in a bigger way. So yeah, that's okay. about it. Elliot, what do you got? Uh, I think they're really just going to try to push the Motion Plus as you know being able to do what the Wiimote was originally designed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are going to be displays on stage using it with uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2010 and uh, Grand Slam Tennis. And many Wii Motion Plus titles out yet, but I mean, it's really the trump card that they have right now because yeah. it's teasing and you know it's it says that it can almost replicate you know one-to-one movement but uh whether but it can that remains to be seen haven't i said that it does uh, replicate one-to-one movement exactly because i think that, what, that that was a pitch basically yeah. you know what i wouldn't um, be surprised to see you guys tiger hmm. woods on stage playing that game <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see that either, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. neither would I. That's a great um, media clip to show all over ESPN, to show all over everything. Yeah, yeah I think I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's a good prediction. I think it's a real good prediction. Uh, my predictions for um, Nintendo is going to be games, games, and more games. Um, I think they are done with pushing out the peripherals after, you know, once they've done the Wii Motion Plus, I, I think that might be their last of their big peripherals that they push out. Um, for the Wii. Um, I think it's just going to be a, a pile of games, and I think it's going to be a pile of games that we have not seen yet. Um, I think the lineup that they've got so far is pretty strong. Uh, uh, Kip, you can actually go into into that lineup in a, in a bit, but uh, it include, I think we're going to see more Silent Hill 1, the Wii make. Um, plus, I think everybody's really excited about the new Bethesda game that's going to be coming out for the Wii as well. Um, so I think it's just going to be games, 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 and I honestly feel that they... Um, are going to be one of the stronger ones in the show. I, my prediction is that Nintendo and, and PlayStation 3 are going to be neck and neck for who, who came out strongest on this show. That's my prediction. I think, I mean, I think that they're really going to also push all of their remakes, uh, you know, because let's say they're coming out with uh, Resident Evil Archives, which is essentially remakes of the GameCube remakes of the original. They're remaking the remakes now. <laughs> <laughs> they're essentially just re-releasing them exactly, and the only thing they're changing is they're, uh, you know, they're optimizing it for a widescreen display, and they're integrating, you know, Wiimote controls. Awesome. And you know, they're going to be doing that with Resident Evil One through Three, Good. and you know, already in Japan they've announced that they're doing it for Metroid Prime One and Two, and uh, I don't know, I don't imagine it's ever going to stop. Hmm. I, I'm okay with that. A, as, poss- yeah, I'm okay with that too. Possibility of a, a Wii HD? Any chance? No. I don't think so. I don't no. think we're we're gonna see HD Wii until the next Wii. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna Which, see it until the financial crisis is completely over. Yeah. Because Nintendo's not gonna take that chance, especially not now that they earn so much money on the Wii they do have out in the market. So. Yeah. Agreed. Sure. I also think that the next Wii will also have. Full backwards capability, not just with current Wii games, but with uh, GameCube games as well. That's well I think that's that. a good prediction, bro, Han Solo. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> You're officially one up on me. <laughs> uh, actually, I have a comment about the. You mentioned that you didn't think that uh, 
keep uh, driving the uh, peripheral sales or keep okay. piping that. I think they will. I think yeah. they will until they learn or until they can say that, okay, this is, doesn't work anymore. Because if you look at Wii Fit and Wii Play, uh, or, well, not Wii Play, actually, but Wii Fit ha- is one of the best-selling games of the year. And it actually was... It's it's always in the top three of the monthly game sales. So, and oh, that's I'm, I, I don't of. argue with that. But, uh, you know, they've already got something to put in your hands. They've already got something for you to stand on. The only thing else they've got left is to put something on your head and maybe something around your hips to have, like, a... Uh, I don't know a hula hooping cowboy, you know, who nods a lot. Game. I yeah, I, I wouldn't. The be Wii surprised. hula hoop. I'm I telling you, surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if they launched a Wii Fit Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think they're going to milk that uh, well dry, basically. So like a dual stepped uh, uh, platform kind of thing. Some sort of way to charge more money for it. <laughs> <laughs> Kip, you actually had a, a pretty a pretty extensive list of uh, of games that we're probably going to see at that show. Do you want do you want to go through that real quick? Because there was a lot of really great titles on there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll go ahead and name off the DS titles too, because I know we never catered to the DS, and I think we should. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Go ahead, let's uh, hit it. Yeah, for the Wii right now, I have listed down Kid Icarus potentially, Silent Hill potentially, Red Steel Two, which uh, we wanted to note that. The old Red Steel had a team of 20 and was in development for 10 months. The new Red Steel 2 has a team of 100 and has been in development for two years. So, I mean, I think there's going to be a substantial upgrade there. Uh, The new Bethesda game, which is supposed to be a mature title, versus, you know, a lot of people bitch and complain about the Wii, you know, Wii Baby parties and stuff, all those games that come out. Um, The Wii, Wii Sports Resort. Uh, Pikmin 3, possible Galaxy 2, a possible Kirby game as well that's still on the books, although we've heard nothing and seen nothing from it. Technically, it's still on the books. Uh, new Metroid game, Retro Studios says they're working on something, although they're not part of Nintendo anymore. They are second party, and they did develop the first Metroid game, so potentially a new Metroid, um, possibly a new Zelda that's where we're at. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't totally rule out a Star Fox game, but you know, they, the creators have said they're not going to make one, so maybe Nintendo's making one internally. Who knows? Uh, and that's pretty much my list. And then for the DS, we got the new Zelda Steampunk or whatever, <laughs> whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mario a- RPG. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, Kip? Do you do you by any chance remember the name? There was a, a first-person shooter that is going to be coming out for the Wii. The uh, there were a lot of. Yeah, that's what it is. The conduit. Yeah. I think they're they're going to mm-hmm. show that as well. That's going to be that's going to get a lot of uh, good coverage. I think this year. I th- nah, I, I think we have seen so much of it already that people have lost interest in in you think? Or the press or the press have lost in, interest in in sort yeah. of in sort of hyping it hyping it up even more because we've already seen a lot of gameplay and stuff. So. I mean, but that's the thing, Mots, is we have. Has everybody else, though? Oh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, the I mainstream the mainstream yeah. guys could be interested in that, yeah. Uh, yeah. For the Bethesda stuff, anyone really want to see uh, Morrowind for Wii? Yes. Oh. Yes. That would be That awesome. would make me buy a Wii. Yeah, I would buy a Wii if it had Morrowind on it. Honestly, yeah. just to swing the sword around and, you know, and raise your shield, just like you were doing with Zelda... Hell yeah, I want to see Morrowind, yeah. or or even like a you know a simplified version of Oblivion too. I would love I mean, that. I mean, they're porting Oblivion to the PSP. I'm sure that you know the week. Uh, it's been canceled. What? Yeah, it's been canceled. It got canceled <laughs> like seven months ago, eight months ago. No more. <laughs> wow. No more. Yep. Damn it. It's gone. 
Dead. Sorry. Crap. Crap. <laughs> it's yeah, time to sell the PSP. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any any D- more games? Yeah, we got for the DS. We got the new Zelda, which I just talked about. Mario RPG yep. three, which I personally think looks amazing. I mean, it's just awesome looking. The big toadstools rolling around and. Mario and Luigi playing together. I just I love it. Uh, then we got a poke, Pokemon remake of gold. I think it's called a gold Golden Heart, and I can't remember what the silver one's called. But uh, in the new Pokemon remake, whatever Pokemon you decide to start off with, it's going to follow you around in the game, which is a little bit more true to the cartoon and true to how I think people traditionally think of Pokemon. Go back to Pokemon Yellow, uh, and then remakes of DOS games as well. So cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Games. So I don't know. I, I think people who solely own Nintendo products are going to be happy this coming year. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, about, there, uh, sorry, go ahead. There are quite a lot of uh, pretty good-looking DS games coming up. I mean, uh, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash two days. Uh, that's that's what it's predicted. Called? Yeah, it's just a terrible title. I mean, it's so hard to say. I mean. Although it is memorable, you know. It is uh, a kind of tell that sticks in your head. How about how about uh, the Monster Hunter game? Is that even going, going to be shown in America? I uh, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. The Monster Hunter game for the uh, PSP? No, the Wii. Oh, there's one for the Wii as well? Oh, all yeah. I know is that there's one coming out for uh, the PSP. Uh, end of June. Okay, because I, I, I remember seeing a Wii game. A Wii Monster Hunter game in the TGS in the TGS coverage, coverage, and it looked really good. It looked uh, kind of like, um, oh, okay, like Monster Hunter, I guess, but it, it still it looked really good. And looked. I could like, see that. Uh, I could see that being a side part to the. It's a Nintendo's conference with some footage they released, but there's no way that'll be on stage with them. No way. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in not in America, I guess. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not big enough here. I mean, uh, Monster Hunter is you know real big in Japan, and it's big for the Japanophiles here. But uh, for the for the casual audience, for the mainstream audience, eh, it's not. It's not such a uh, well known yeah. kind of game. Mm. Oh, that's. Um, I, think, I mean, reminded, I'm looking forward to. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to say it reminded me a little bit of WoW in the playstyle. So huh. that's what. So yeah. But of course, single player mostly. Oh. Ellie, uh, do, you, do you want to finish your thought? Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to a Muramasa Demon Blade. That definitely looks like something that could make me buy a Wii. And uh, I'm also hoping that they're going to announce another uh, Suda 51 title. You know, the guy who made Killer 7 and No More Heroes. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. we'll see something from them. Oh, didn't and on he, that. Uh, yeah, didn't uh, he si- sign up for an EA title with a couple of other guys? I don't know. I think uh, uh, at last year's E3, EA brought him out and uh, told everyone that he was working on a game for them. Huh. huh. So. Well, I know for a fact that uh, the uh, his PS2 game that only came out in Japan called uh, Flower, Sun, and Rain, uh, that's been ported to the DS, and that'll be coming out uh, in June. Hmm. Now, if only they'd nope. uh, re-release Michigan. What? <laughs> what the hell is Michigan. <laughs> Michigan, it's I this live game in Michigan. by... I'm sitting in Michigan <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's this game I by... You, uh... we, Michigan has bigger problems than being re-released on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... 
And I wouldn't say necessarily on the Wii, just they should re-release it because it, okay, it was a game by, uh, Suda51 and what happens is you are always behind a camera, you're a TV crew, you're behind a camera and, yeah. you know, it's sort of like a Silent Hill kind of situation and, uh, when your battery runs out on the camera, the game ends. Hmm. I mean, it was meant to be really, really good, but it, it obviously wasn't, you know, tailored for a Western audience, so it was never released in the U.S. And to get the imported version, it's like 60 bucks nowadays. Hmm. I think we need That's a new cool. segment in the podcast called Elliot's Miscellaneous Game of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elliot knows about games that most of us here have never heard of. And yeah. He's very well knowledgeable in them, <laughs> like Michigan. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not teasing you, man. I'm just glad to have you on the show because yeah. you probably have fans out there that are like, "You don't know what Michigan is? God, why do yeah. I listen to this podcast?" <laughs> well, I'm guessing like, guys. The website like- doesn't work. The podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sign in again to the forums. Jeez. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, so uh, how about um over? Why don't we do a, maybe an overall? You know. No, we still have um. We still have PlayStation Three to go. Or no, no, no I'm saying an overall of what we expect from Nintendo, and then we can oh, do an okay. overall. You know, what I mean, we've kind of we've kind of jumped a, you know, just kind of give us an overall of what we expect from Nintendo. I think. It's going to be every, the same thing we've seen from Nintendo like every other year, and that's that they have two or three game, big games a year, and they're usually first-party titles, and I can't see that changing. So, uh, cool. I think they're going to stick largely to that format, but I think they're going to tease or mention other games. Uh, and I think they're going to focus largely on the, the mainstream stuff because of uh, the big return of E3. I'm yeah. I'm hoping that uh, they they got a lot of flack uh, last year for not showing too many hardcore games for their for their for that audience. I think they're they still kind of. I I do think they care. To be honest with you, I I do think they care because yeah, they're in the business of making money. Um, and yes, their money right now is coming a lot from a casual audience. But they know that even when that casual audience or if that casual audience goes away, that they will still be able to make money off of the hardcore audience. So I I do think that they're probably going to crank out maybe one more than they normally do. So I'm going to up uh, Kip's prediction to three hardcore games this E3, <laughs> and I will raise you twenty cents. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, well, you said you said that they would uh, keep earning money on the hardcore e- even if the cash will go away. Look at how much money they lost on the GameCube. And that was basically just hardcore stuff. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. That's yeah. my prediction. I stick to it. Okay. Um, I, I just have a real quick question, and this is actually going to make a pretty good segue for us to go into PlayStation 3, because I actually don't recall if it's a... Wii game or if it's a PlayStation 3 game, but it was a um, it, it it was like a post-apocalyptic game where I, I remember in the trailer the kind of the big thing was this one guy threw the your protagonist a, an open an unopened bottle of water in a destroyed city. Does anybody recall what the hell I'm uh, talking about? Called, uh, I am alive. Yeah, I am alive. Yeah. I am yeah, alive. PS3 and it's, Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, PS3 okay. And it's kind of like why. a. It's kind of like an old uh, PS2 game called Disaster Report. Mm-hmm. Oh, there I go again. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, Elliot, go! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just play... I mean, it's kind of like a survival horror game, but 
the horror is the environment. You're in a San Francisco-like city, and you know, first there's a major earthquake, and then you have to just get out. You know, navigating through the aftershocks, and the environment changes as the aftershocks hit. So there's a time limit and uh, all sorts of stuff. All right. Well, Elliot, yeah. since you since you enlightened us with that game, why don't you give us your predictions for the rest of your PlayStation lineup? Uh, I'm hoping for at least for the PS3. I want to see some more, you know, JRPGs. I don't care if it's, you know, just ports of The Last Remnant, Remnant, or Tales of Vesperia, uh, or, I mean, anything really. And so far, uh, I'd say Demon Souls looks good. That's been out in Japan for a while. Apparently, and hopefully, I mean, I've heard mixed reviews about it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm hoping that they go through with this proposed uh, Vandal Hearts prequel for uh, PSN. It's called a Vandal Hearts Flames of Judgment. Hmm. Uh, I really want to see the White Knight Chronicles, you know, I announced. Think we will. Yeah. Uh, same with Yakuza 3. Mm-hmm. And as for yeah. the P- as for the PSP, uh, I know for a fact that they're going to be talking about uh, their the uh, Persona remake, the original mm-hmm. Persona remake, and uh, they're essentially remaking all of the great uh, PS1 RPGs and you know the rarer PS2 RPGs for the uh, PSP. So there's going to be Growlancer, there's going to be uh, Disgaea 2. Uh, I've even heard that they're going to be uh, uh, doing an advanced remake of uh, the Lunar games. Lunar Silver Star Story and uh, Lunar 2 Eternal Blue. Cool. That's that's quite a prediction. Kip, what do you got, bud? Oh, oh geez, I got lots. <laughs> okay, um, I think we're going to see a PS... First off, we're going to see a PS3 price drop, 100 bucks. Yeah, I was going to predict that, too. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing 50. Yep. I think it's going to be 100. Okay, keep going. So you're wrong. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, bro, tisserie chicken. You're wrong. John, don't do. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think also we're going to see PlayStation Store across devices. I think it's going to expand. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw. Uh, so supposedly, Sony's been talking to music labels, so I wouldn't be surprised if it became basically an iTunes. You know, just they're going to sell music on it as well. I think it's going to be a full media store, and I think all Sony devices are pretty soon going to start to be able to integrate into that. So that's my prediction cool. for that. Um, and then most of all, I think we're going to see a barrage of gameplay for the announced games. I think we're going to see a barrage of gameplay for Heavenly Sword, Ratchet & Clank, Wait, what? Uncharted. Wait, what? What? There's, there's another sword? Heavenly Sword? I'm sorry, guys. I'm You guys are going to kick my ass. I meant Heavy Rain. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Ah, sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> heavy Rain. I think, sorry, guys. Heavy, heavy Rain, Ratchet & Clank, uh, Uncharted, God of War, Trico, as I think we can officially call it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's Project uh, Trico. That, Trico. That, yeah. I think we'll see something like that. White Knight Chronicles, Final Fantasy XIII Versus. I mean... Do I even have to keep naming? I think we'll see a lot of PSN games as well that are coming out in the next year. Fat Princess, yeah. we'll obviously see a little bit more of. Yep. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. A new Pixel Junk game, I think we'll see more of. So it's going to be well, all games, games, games with PS3, if you ask me. As far as the PSP is concerned, I think we'll see the PSP Go or 2 or whatever, and it'll be UMD list. I don't think it's going to be a, a substantial hardware, hardware upgrade, but I think it's going to be... A, 
I think there's going to be an upgrade of some kind with how it connects with your PS3, possibly Bluetooth added, and I think it'll be a UMD-less, thank God, and possibly a phone. I, I, I'm doubting it right now just from what I've been reading, but, you know, I, that's my prayer. So hmm. Those are good predictions. Mons, yeah. what do you got? Uh, let's see. Something Kip didn't say. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with what Kip said. Uh, I think, uh, except I think it's going to be a fifty-dollar price cut. Uh, they already they're already losing about forty dollars on each PS3, uh, and I don't think they're going to do a hundred-dollar price cut and and lose that much more. Basically, uh, I think they're going to try and stay in under under hundred-dollar loss uh, for each PS3 sold. Um, yeah, I think they're going to show a lot of games, a lot of PSN stuff, and a lot of at least PSP games. I think they're going to focus largely on PSP this year because they sort of promised they would, basically. They sort of promised that they would reinvigorate the PSP this year. Um, and there's a lot of good games coming out for it as well. And I gotta think they're at, at, there's at least one or two unannounced games. They don't really have to be big games, considering how many big announced games we already have coming up. But I think there's going to be something new. Uh, I don't know what it is. I have no clue what it is. But yeah, um, and I think we're gonna yes. be going to. I, I think we're going to see a, a new bus game, a new SingStar game, and uh, iPads and new new iToy stuff. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. As far as the as far as hold on, just to go back to the price cut thing, I think you guys also got to remember that it's not as. I mean, it's not as simple as the media makes it out to be. It's not they lose. $40 console. It's, you know, you also got to take into account what games are available at that time, you know, how much they're selling on the PlayStation Network. The, there's a lot of potential games that they know. Like, anybody who buys a PlayStation 3 is probably going to buy at least one game and, you know, possibly rent a movie at some point. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah. it, there's a lot, it's more complicated than just the hardware sales. So, you know, as far as don't, you can't think, I don't think you can think of it as like, oh, if they drop it $100, then they're going to be, then they're going to lose $140 on every console. I don't think it's that simple. So. Well, I well, I think I think that's why I'm saying that they they're going to drop it fifty dollars uh, because yeah. if they if they just cared about the console sales and making money on that on that they wouldn't drop it at all. Um, so, but but yeah, I, I don't think they're going to go because it's going to take them such unless the PS3 slim uh, rumors are true and they actually have a way to to significantly significantly sorry. <laughs> minimize the cost. <laughs> minimize the cost of production of the thing. I think they're going to sort of uh, uh, play it uh, safe. Um, I'll I'll actually use this as a segue to go into my predictions. And and uh, Kip, it's not that I disagree with you about the uh, about the. Um uh, what do you call it? About the price cut. Uh, I, I actually do only think that they're going to do a price cut of $50, and it has nothing to do with um, what it costs for them to make it and how much money they're losing per console. I think the reason why they're only going to drop at 50 is because um, I think 50 bucks. I think they're going to realize that $50 is going to be enough for people that are on the edge of buying a PS3 that they're going to end up buying a PS3. I think a $50 price reduction is just enough for somebody that, that who doesn't own a PS3 that already owns a 360. I think that's a big enough reduction for somebody to say, okay, $50 is enough of a reduction for me to go out and get a PS3 as well so I can play all of these really awesome new games that are going to be coming out this year. Um, that's that's my prediction. I think $100 would help them a lot more. I think their their sales would go through the roof, but I'm just predicting that they make a $50 price drop. Yeah. Hmm. 
that's that. Um, so yeah, uh, that's my prediction is a price drop PS3. Um, I think they're also going to announce a larger library for their uh, greatest hits. Um, and uh, aside from that, just games, games, games. I think, uh, like I said before, I think the, uh, that PlayStation and Nintendo are going to be neck and neck with um, the biggest amount of new IPs or or games that they're going to be showing at the at the uh, at E3. Hmm. That's it. I want to see all I price drops. I want to see price drops on Heavenly Sword and Uncharted. I think I you'll mean, see them. Wait, yeah, aren't they already they, on the greatest hits list? Not no, Heavenly Sword. Uncharted is at least in Europe. Well, well, not in the U.S. In the U.S., both are still, you know, the MSRP is still fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think you're going to see price drops on them. I think that's what but they're going to push all those titles into their greatest hits and and sell them at twenty five bucks or twenty nine dollars. Don't, don't they have to have sold a million copies to be greatest hits, or is it five hundred thousand perhaps? I don't, I'm sure it's their rules. They can make whatever the hell they want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I pretty, I'm pretty sure that Uncharted and Heavenly Sword qualify. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that's it. Um, anybody? Anybody have any reactions to each other's predictions at all? Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> We're all I don't good. think there'll be a. I don't think there's going to be a PS3 Slim. That's my Not biggest thing. I, I really think it's going to be a hundred dollar price drop, and that's just. I think maybe maybe you know in, in the economy, I, I think they have to do it. I mean, I, I just think they have to do it. They they they've been from the beginning of the PlayStation Three. They planned. Their big plan was that they were going to, you know, have this futuristic device that was going to be a little bit more expensive, but because people were buying HD TVs and buying, you know, all this fancy stuff for their home entertainment, home theater systems and whatnot, it was going to fit right in. And now the economy took a downturn. I think they got to do something a little bit more drastic than $50. So. I'll tell you what, if, if they do drop it at $100, uh, like you're predicting, I, I think that uh, Blue, Blu-ray sales will go through the roof, too. Um, I think people yeah. are going to start buying more and more Blu-rays. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I hope they do drop it 100 bucks. I really do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, general, do you guys have any general um, show predictions? Like, uh, uh, I, think Assassin, back or? I, think, I think Assassin's Creed and uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 are going to be awesome. And I think Ubisoft is going to own the show in press conferences, at least among the third parties. Wow, okay. All right. Kip, do you have one? Um, well, I mean, geez. I think we'll see some ridiculous jokes. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I think like Reggie will continue to call himself the Reginator. Do you think they'll have another Chewbacca? No, that was that was Sony, unfortunately. Hopefully, there won't oh. be. Uh, no. so that was when they announced Battlefront 2 was coming with the PSP or whatever. That was Chewbacca That's came out with right. it. Yeah. It was the Darth Vader PSP. Um, I don't think I don't know if Kaz will make his triumphant return for PlayStation after the uh, the crab fiasco that banished him last year, <laughs> and it was just Jack Trenton last year. Yeah. Maybe that's something we could talk about as well. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character <laughs> from E3? <laughs> um, well, it used to be um, uh, the guy. Phil used to be mine. Yeah, Phil. Yeah. But you I think know, uh, I think I've moved on. I think I like Reggie a little bit more now that he's self aware of his own awesomeness. <laughs> So. Nobody big fans of Cliffy B in here? Nobody thinks that Cliffy B is going to come back and pimp Gears of War 3? Uh, Cliffy bro? Yeah, he's a bro. He's a bro. He's too much of a bro. <laughs> Elliot, do you have any, do you have any general, uh, general show predictions? 
Um, probably, yeah, probably lots of uh, Modern Warfare Two. Definitely Assassin's Creed Two. I'm also. I think that in terms of third-party developers, I think that Bethesda has a good chance to uh, steal the show. I mean, what with you know all the new expansion packs that are coming out, the fact that it's all going to be available for the PS3, and uh, you know Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, new stuff for the Wii, Fallout New Vegas, and uh, the new Oblivion – I meant not Oblivion, the new Elder Scrolls game. Hmm, all right. Hmm. Um, I, I General show predictions. Uh, I, I really actually don't have too many. I think, I think people are going to find at the end of the show that most of the stuff has been released already. Um, I, I, my prediction is that we're all going to be a little disappointed at the end of E3. I hate to be the wet blanket, but uh, – um, uh, I think that most of the stuff that is going to be at E3 has already been leaked, like the Project Trico and stuff like that. I'm, I'm hoping that there are going to be those those games that we don't know about, though. Um, but that's really it. That's really it. I'm I'm still really excited about the show. I hope Gavin comes back with a you know a T-shirt for me that says I went to E3 2009 and all I got was this lousy swine flu. Um, <laughs> and um, you know that's it. That's all. That's all I've got. Oh, I, I actually have a. I've, I have one more set of questions that I want to ask you guys. Every okay. year, this this happens at e, at E3. It always starts at E3, and it infects the game all the way up until release, and it's and it's its worst, you know, uh, punishment. Which game do you guys predict is going to be overly hyped to the point that when it's released, that it's not going to satisfy anybody, or it's not going to live up to people's needs? The media oh, always clings on to one game. What do you guys think it's going to be this year? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, maybe. I don't know. I mean, Beyond Good and Evil 1 was so under the radar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. when they released that trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2, man, everybody was really clinging to it. So I think that's a pretty good prediction. Kip, yeah. do, you, do you have any in mind that you, you think they might uh, just beat up? Oh, man. Jeez. Hey. I need a little more time. You can't just spring that on me. What about you, Elliot? Do you have any in mind that you think that they just might, uh, you know, glom on and and uh, and not let go? I think that uh, Assassin's Creed Two might be a good, con- you know, considering the time period that they're aiming for. I'm pretty sure that the developers are gonna, you know, try to stir up some religious controversy, and that's always great press. And the fact that. You know, the first game was really good, but it had some pretty major flaws. You know, makes Assassin's Creed 2 very, very important. I mean, because if they screw it up again, you know, if they screw up the combat system again, that's going to be the end of the series. Mm. Um, they screwed up the combat system. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of people thought it was it was goofed up, but uh, oh, okay. I thought it, yeah, I thought they, it was goofed up. Yeah. Really? Well, I, I mean, I like. Sorry, Elliot. Sorry, Elliot. My bad. My bad. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun until you know towards the end when, you know, it it just got really really repetitive, and there was no real challenge because all you had to do was do the counterattack moves and instantly kill anyone attacking you. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like Ubisoft's recent, you know, idea that it's a good idea to keep, you know, platforming and combat, you know, separate, completely separate. You know, I. In the P- in the uh, Prince of Persia trilogy for the PS2, they seamlessly integrated both platforming and combat. But you know, in the most recent Prince of Persia and in Assassin's Creed, 
the two have nothing to do with each other. Mm. I really I, that's what one thing I always wanted to be able to do in Assassin's Creed: sort of just jump off a building and then uh, put your sword in there and and just stab a guy from there, basically yeah. while you landed on him. Why couldn't you ever do that? <laughs> It seems I, like I the most know. natural. It seems like the most natural thing to do as an assassin, but yet yeah. you actually you actually do it in the intro movie. So, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's call up Ubisoft quick. They're not done developing two yet. They might be able to still put that in. Um, my my prediction for the for the game or piece of media that gets overly high, overly saturated um, since since on live isn't going to be there because if on live was going to be at the show I I think that they would have been overly saturated. Um, my prediction is either going to lie on God of War three, um, but uh, I don't uh, know. I, I have a hard time thinking that that I have a hard time believing that that would disappoint anybody. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the new, um, the new, whatever the new Nintendo game is, whether it's a new Mario or a new Zelda, if it's either one of those two, that's going to get oversaturated, I think, to the point where people aren't are going to be disappointed by it when when it finally releases. But everyone's so, still going to buy it, though. But everybody's still going to buy it. But in the end, yeah. they're going to be a little disappointed. Well, right. Assassin's I'm gonna, Creed, I'm, I'm, Assassin's Creed I'm, is the last game that had a huge oversaturation, and that sold like seven million. So, hmm. <clears throat> go um, ahead. Get, my initial kind of right when I was thinking about it again, and then Elliot said it was Assassin's Creed 2. But you know, I'm gonna go out on a crazy limb here, and I'm Yay. gonna say Final, I'm gonna say Final Fantasy 13. Ooh, that's not that crazy. I think that's a, I think, a believable prediction. I think it's been in, it's been in production for so long, and it's just been. It, uh, I just think it, they're gonna be they're gonna concentrate too much on graphics, and I think they're gonna lose sight of gameplay. And I think. I think that the ti- the timing bit or the uh, ti- what do you call it turn based gameplay isn't going to translate well into this generation. Well, uh, the thing I'm reading out of this is that I don't think Gears of War or I mean uh, God of War or Fun Fancy or any any game that people know what to expect from. You know what a God of War game will play like, and you don't know just about what a Fun Fancy game will play like. I think the the thing that happened with Assassin's Creed is that it was really innovative. And and it, it was sort of an open world action game in set in the uh, uh, well set in a specific time period and and that sort of that hadn't been done before and I think as long as it's a sequel or or something that that's not really oversaturated in the or something that is oversaturated in the industry I don't think it's going to get that same kind of hype that same kind of uh, uh, Sort of, uh, sort of uh, mindset that it has to be the greatest thing ever because it's new. Oh. All right, I, I think those are all really good predictions. anybody Anybody have any final final thoughts to throw in? Why don't we talk about PC games? Um, yes, let's let's actually do talk about PC games. I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Starcraft Two, that... Diablo yep. Three, yep. Half Life Three. Really? Oh, yeah. You mean Half Life Two, much... Episode Three, or Half Life Three? Actual Half-Life 3. I mean, those are the three things I want. (laughs) But they're not going to show Half-Life 3 before they show Episode 3. Yeah. Are they? I know. No, they won't. I'd also like to see a Portal 2. Um, Uh, Okay. All right. I can see that. Uh, What about... Yeah. Everybody loved that game. uh, Yeah, but that's... Hmm? Actually, I think that people loved it too much. I mean, Portal 2... I don't know. They'd be trying so hard to, you know, recapture that cult status that 
I think that it might be doomed to failure. Exactly. Mm. I think. Well, I think what they would have to do is they would have to come up with a new innovative like tool. Like their first innovative tool is the portal itself. I think they would have to add something new to make it better. I think so. they should. I think they should just add guns because I mean, imagine you know some guys you know standing. <clears throat> on a balcony, you shoot a portal behind his head, you shoot a portal right next to the wall where you're standing, and then shoot him. Well, I, I think mean, that's what they're going to end think up the doing worst, with Half-Life 2 Episode 3, to be honest with you. I, I think the I worst think possible thing they could do is make it into a first-person shooter. Yeah. I wouldn't say a first-person shooter, exactly. You know, I'd say it would be it would still be, you know, portal-based, platforming, puzzle, but you'd have the option to shoot, because you know, if they put regular enemies, you have to have some way to you know get rid of them. See, I don't want that. The beauty of Portal was was the fact that you you were sort of uh, at the mercy of this uh, this robot machine testing thing. And if you, if they empower you with guns, then that sort of feeling goes away. Yeah, in my opinion. I think I think what Elliot is predicting for Portal Two is actually what's going to happen in Half Life Two Episode Three. I think towards the end of the game you're going to get the Portal gun and have fun with, you know, with exactly what he said. But I don't think that they'll do that with a Portal Two, to be honest with you. Well, as um, long as it happens in some game, you know, I just want to be able to do it. I think it'll happen, and I also think there are mods right now that you can download for the whole Half Life Two series to put the Portal gun into the game uh, yeah. for you to be able yeah, to. Yeah, there are, there are. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to see more Thief 4. Um, oh, yeah. Whether or not... I, I don't care if they port it to consoles. That's fine. I want to see another Witcher game. Um, I want to see another Tomb Raider game, too. Uh, I love Tomb Raider on PC. And it would probably be the first year in, like, what, four years, five years, that they don't release, you know, at least footage of a new one coming out. Um, uh, what else? Of course, the next uh, Elder Scrolls game. And... Um, I want to see another Battlefield game. I want to see it done right. I know they're they're announcing it to be released, but uh, I want a big, big, big game, like mag-sized uh, Battlefield game for PC gamers. Do you think uh, Bad Company is going to be for PC as well? No. No. Okay. So how about, how about this? Uh, who's going to win? Third party? Uh, who's going to win E3? Like, you Sony. mean out of the three you think companies? Sony? Yeah, I think uh, Sony's going to win. Well, in terms of of press coverage or just general the most games. The who most do you, who do you games. think is going to who is going to always announce who they think won? Like on every on every website they think they announce who they think won and And we're going to we're going to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going to do it better though. <laughs> That's right. But who who do you think is going to wow you the most, Mots? Uh doesn't matter but uh, uh, I don't games I don't Games. I don't think Sony because I've already seen so much from Sony, so it it'll sort of be good but old news. I think maybe uh, Microsoft. Okay. I don't think Nintendo, but I think a third party. I think either Ubisoft in my book will win, or uh, perhaps E3, uh, EA. Okay, I'm I'm actually predicting that <coughs> Nintendo. I'm actually predicting that uh, Nintendo wins this one. Um, I think they're going to pull a lot out of their hat. I think. Of all the companies uh, with the most unreleased stuff like that that we know is coming, Nintendo's the biggest one, and I think that they're going to lay out four aces on the table. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Randy. I think Nintendo's got it this year. I think they got... There's so much potential, and if they just let another year go by, I would just... I mean, that's... I would be blown away. <laughs> So. Would that be a would that be a Picard facepalm moment right there? Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I, Elliot. Elliot. 
Sony. I mean, I think Sony is going to do it simply because there's so many – I mean, yes, the games have already been announced, but I know that it's going to wow me simply because I'll be able to see more of these games. And mm-hmm. you know, if they announce a new Shin Megami Tensei game for the PS3, that alone is going to make me think that they've won. <laughs> wow. We're pretty much evenly divided on this. I think it'll be pretty interesting as yeah. to who we pick, you know, as our winner. Yeah. Um, what about uh, something else we could talk about is uh, if you could have one dream, one E3 pipe dream, what would it be? Can I go first on that one? Sure. I want to, my, my E3 pipe dream is Bethesda coming forward and saying that they've been working on Elder Scrolls Five all along and it'll be out by Christmas. <laughs> That's my pipe dream. <laughs> But you know what though? Honestly, when they when they did Oblivion, that was only in production for I think a year. You know, it, we, you were seeing screenshots of it like maybe six months before the game came out, and then no, and then it no, didn't show. no, no, dude, I was watching gameplay videos of that two years before it came out. Oh really? Well, yeah. then I must have been living in a hole. All right, well, <laughs> that's my pipe dream then. <laughs> what about you, uh, Elliot? Um, I'd say. The re-release of Ico and Shadow of the Colossus on PSN optimized for 1080p displays and, you know, widescreen display. That's a good pipe dream. Mm. That would be just so amazing. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that it would sell really, really well, especially, you know, if, you know, if it's announced in conjunction with uh, Trico. But I doubt it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know how complicated it would be to... Uh, you know, make those games from the ground up in HD and uh, 16 by 9. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Um, I'm going wow. to say, um, I'm going to say, since Kip sort of tempted me, uh, Heavenly Sword 2. I know it's never <laughs> going to happen, and that's why it's a pipe dream, because that game was awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I teased you. <laughs> Yeah. I guarantee you, though, Kip, when you said that, like everybody instantly clicked back a couple of seconds on their podcast to make sure that they heard that correctly. Did yeah. he predict Heavenly Sword too? No. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> but uh, I guess mine would be. It's almost. It's almost more of an idea than it is a is a, a particular thing. But it'd be around the PSP and having the PSP be literally like carrying around a, a you know a media lunchbox like the PSP was supposed to be that yeah. you know they 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 we know that there's a lot of PS1 games coming to the PlayStation network it's been announced they've been rated i mean it's it's, it's going to happen i want my PSP to be able to play you know part, play PS3 some some of the PS3 games i want my PSP to be a phone i want you know you guys saw my PSP list i want my PSP to be an amazing new device and I want it to be all of my things that I listed off. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be, but that's my pipe dream. So. Cool. Cool. I think that was a pretty good uh, prediction show. Um, anybody have any final predictions before we close out? And I do one final thing before we totally close the podcast for today. Um, a new um, publisher. New publisher? Yeah. A new dev- developer goes into the publishing business. Hmm, cool. You know, yeah, something else I didn't think about is maybe, would it be nice if Media Molecule announced something new? Mm, yeah, definitely. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, they, they have the, the PS- little, little Big Planet PSP version. 
I, I don't know if they're doing it though, are they? I think so. I thought that was actually, I thought that was part of the plan right from the beginning that you'd be able to like design, you know, uh, platform, you know, games they, on the go and then come home and play it on your PS3. Yeah, they, they did talk about it, but they never sort of guaranteed it. They just said uh, in the future, we'd like to do this. Ah. Uh. So. Oh, I have one more prediction. Well, not really a prediction, but also a wish. <laughs> I want to see more of, uh, scribble knots for the DS. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That looks awesome. I mean, hmm. just, it seems like it's, it's the kind of game that the DS was built for. And it's gonna be, it can, you know, fulfill all of its promises. It's gonna be so much fun to play. Randy, do you know what this is, by the way? What, what is? Scribble knots? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, okay, so, so it's actually a game where you sort of scribble on the DS, lowers the DS screen, a word, and, and whatever, if you say, uh, ladder, it spawns a ladder in the game, and you can use that ladder to sort of get over obstacles or do whatever, you know? And, get out! And, 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 That's and, awesome. and, and supposedly, yeah. you're supposed to be able to sort of scribble down any object you can think of, and it'll spawn in the game. That's yeah, really the developers, cool. the developers have spent like two years programming almost any conceivable object into the game, you know, except for, you know, inappropriate stuff. But I know for a fact, you know, they have said that you can write like dialysis machine and it'll <laughs> show up on screen. That's going to be the first thing everybody tries is dialysis yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing that always pops into my head when somebody says, quick, write down a word. I write down dialysis machine. <laughs> Really, <laughs> um, it sounds a lot like Drawn to Life, but uh, a lot deeper. Well, it's, it's, it's the same yeah, guys. It's, it's the same company. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. All right. Woo. Okay, I yeah. think I think we're done with our E3 predictions. Uh, I I actually right now before we actually totally close out the podcast, I need to apologize to Mots. Mots, get ready on the beeper button. But uh, earlier today, I called him a fucker, and then I called him a fuckface, and then I called him a jerkball. Because um, <laughs> because he is playing today the demo for Infamous, and I've got to wait until I get God my copy sent me in the mail. <laughs> Beep him out too, but <laughs> but uh, Mots, please please ruin it for us. I, I want you to tell us all about it. Let, hey, let's hear about the Infamous demo. Let's get uh, it all out. The Infamous demo is about well, I played it for a one and a half hour, and it's an open world game, so that sort of makes sense. Uh, you can basically go anywhere on that island, on the island you're on. Uh, but you have, I think it's five missions to do, and they're all sort of points on the map, except the first mission you start on. And if anyone has seen any gameplay videos, it's uh, you start on the mission where you have to uh, sort of lead the train, and you have to stand on top of the train to sort of uh, get it moving and get the people inside the train away from hostile area. Um and right now I'm doing a lot of hand motions to sort of illustrate, and of course you guys can see it, can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's really good. Uh, they are, they've actually been re- very smart in them because they they sort of flip you between the good and the evil powers in the game. So so in the in the normal game you'll ha- of course have to earn or not earn uh, the the powers, and you know you have you have to do this and that many evil or good things too to be able to use those powers, and, and then you have to earn experience to unlock them and stuff. But in the game, they sort of give you the highest, or in the demo, they give you the highest rank of each power. They don't give you every every power, but they give you sort of the, the, the basic ones, and they give you the highest rank of that, so it's not really that hard. Um, but you also, uh, 
um, they also switch between the good and evil powers for every mission. So for one mission, it'll say, uh, after you accept the mission, it'll say heroic, and then all of a sudden you have good powers again, or blue powers. And hmm. then you can go around using those in the sort of unique way you can use those. And basically the difference between blue and red and good and evil is that uh, red, which is evil, is sort of really destructive and, and explosive and uh, kills people almost instantly. And uh, yeah. when you toss out grenades, they, they split into parts and do splash damage. So you sort of have a lot of collateral damage and uh, kill, a lot of, kill a lot of innocent people uh, along with the bad guys. Uh, well, but while with the good stuff, you um, uh, you sort of just incapacitate people, and then you can later choose whether or not you want to uh, you want to execute them or or just sort of uh, chain them up in your electric handcuffs handcuffs basically, or suck hmm. the power out of them. Hmm. Um, and and the powers are really good and really fun to use. And it's it's I've recently played a lot of Crackdown for 360, and it's it's really re- reminds me of that. Hmm. Um, but better actually. So, uh, and the climbing is, works really well. It's sort of like Assassin's Creed, where every conceivable ledge is a ledge you can grab onto, and and it's sort of all around you. You can basically go up and anywhere. Wow. Um, so all, hmm. overall, uh, is, is this a must-buy for you, or or are you yeah, going to try to rent it first? Or it's uh, well. Uh, it's a must-buy, definitely. Uh, it sort of makes me think that Prototype is going to have a run for its money because mm. there are really similar games, but this one is definitely very good, from the demo, ah. at least. Awesome. Hey, Randy. Awesome. Hey. What do you think of Prototype? <laughs> <laughs> Man! I, you know, I was going to come back with uh, C3P. Damn it, see, I even screwed it up, so I wouldn't have been able to use it yeah. properly. I was going to call you C3P bro. <laughs> but uh, you kind of beat me with the, the bro Han Solo, so. Yeah. What is it, three to one and a half? That's three I, to I, I give one. up. Ah, uh, three to one. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> well, yeah, uh, so everyone. Well, yeah. Also, let's uh, you know, let's everybody uh, be sure to look for uh, Mott's full review of uh, Infamous once it comes out. Mott, you're you're doing Infamous, right? And Elliot, you're doing Prototype. Elliot, do I have yeah, that right? I'm do- yeah, I'm doing Prototype. But after what Mats has just said, I think I'm also going to buy uh, Infamous the day it releases. <laughs> <laughs> so before you know, look, uh, come to the site. And make sure to uh, to read both of those uh, reviews. Um, yeah. That's it for me, everybody. Um, as always, you uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Kip, Mots, Elliot, and Randy. Thanks so much for uh, for listening, guys. Uh, see you guys in a week. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Chief, can you hear me?